I'm Bishop Robert. Each life is a story. We don't remember days, we remember moments that touch our hearts. I want to invite you to come on in and have a seat in my study. Let's you and I spend a few minutes together and consider a verse of scripture and how to apply it to those moments that fill up our lives. My hope is that it speaks to your heart, your mind, and your soul. And I hope you'll be back often. Welcome. Have you ever been told that this is for your own good? <laughs> well, whenever someone has told me that something that's about to happen is for my own good, it hasn't often seemed to be good. <laughs> Actually, usually hurt. Well, welcome to Mornings with Bishop Robert. Thanks for joining me. You know, I do this for you. My goal is to introduce people to the Jesus they never knew. Then help them get to know him and his word personally and better. So if our time together today speaks to your heart, let me invite you to like, subscribe, and also share this with a friend. You know, as a kid, when I got something for my own good, Usually didn't seem to be too good. <laughs> Spankings I received from my parents as a child come to mind most readily. Ouch. <laughs> of course, I'm, I'm pretty sure that not everything that was presented to me as for my own good had an initial negative connotation, but frankly, I, I can't remember anything that didn't. And, and to be fair, I also can't think of a single spanking I received that was undeserved. The discipline delivered at the hands of my parents, well, that, that truly was for my own good. For most of us, we do pretty well at looking out for ourselves and our interests. We know, or, or at least we think we know, how to take care of what's best for us and how to grab on to what's best for us and seeking the things that are for our own good, at least from our perspective, comes pretty naturally. Well, in today's verse, Paul the Apostle turns that around. He says no one should seek their own good. They should seek the good of others. Now, that's a radical departure from the world's approach. And, and this isn't just the do to others what you want them to do to you mantra of, of fairness and justice. It really goes way beyond that. I mean, at least it makes logical sense to, to only do to others the things that you'd want done to you. That, that's a reasonable argument. But to ignore what would be best for you and to make choices specifically from the standpoint of what would be best for someone else instead of you. Now, that sort of decision has to be driven by something massive and utterly magnanimous. And it is. Well, Paul's example, <laughs> the lesson in his life from which he draws this pearl of wisdom and inspiration, was learned in a blinding flash of light on the road to Damascus. Paul literally gets knocked on his backside by a bolt from a clear blue sky that was brighter than the sun. <laughs> I'll bet that hurt his bum as much as any spanking I ever got. <laughs> that could not have been a gentle experience. Anyway, Paul was heading to Damascus with orders from the high priest. Jesus made it clear in no uncertain terms 
who was giving the orders now. Jesus told Paul, you're persecuting me. And the truth of the gospel began to do its work in one of the bitterest enemies of the early church. Now, while it's certainly true that Christ truly sought Paul's good on the road to Damascus, that wasn't the first time Jesus had put Paul's good ahead of his own. He had also done that when he laid aside his heavenly glory to be born of a virgin. And he had done that when he sacrificed his life on the cross. And he had demonstrated his love for Paul, putting him first when he rose from the grave and purchased Paul's place in heaven <laughs> and our place with him. And therein was the lesson Paul had learned. Jesus had been putting his own good aside and seeking Paul's long before Paul was even aware of it. Christ is the model. Paul and, and others who follow Christ are to put the example he gave into practice. Put others first. It'll demonstrate the love of Christ and the character of Christ. Why? Because the world is a me-first place. Everyone looks out for number one, <laughs> and everyone knows who number one is. It's them. But as Christians, those who are disciples of the Lord Jesus, we look out for number one. Except he's number one, not me. So as I seek to serve him well, I lay my desires and needs aside. I put him at his feet. I serve him by choosing to seek the good of others first. Because he did. It's all the time we've got, friends. Before I go, let me ask you again, help me introduce people to the Jesus they never knew. Let's help them get to know him and his word personally and better. To do it, you just have to like this video because that's going to help more people see it. If you want to get together more frequently, just click follow or subscribe. Hit the notification button and that way every time I send out mornings with Bishop Robert, you'll be among the first to know. Hey, if you click the link in the description, I'll send you my book, Count to One, God's Plan for Christian Unity. I'll also drop this in your inbox along with an email every morning with the link to that day's message. Hey, do me a favor. Would you share this with a friend, please? That's going to help them get to know him personally and better. But as you do, that makes you part of the team, touching hearts all over the world with the love of Christ. Thank you for helping.